got a whole lot of loving just for you. I got all this loving, but I just want you. Hello and welcome to Hella Radio. My name is Nora Rose. I am Sally. And I'm Kate. And we need to talk about Destiel. Um, these are some of the greatest episodes, um, which is weird to say in season 12 of all places. <laughs> um, but seriously, they're, oh, they're good. Um, yep. so first we have Lily Sunder has some regrets. Lily Sunder steeps herself in black magic, honing her powers for over a century, waiting to exact revenge on a band of angels that murdered her family. Sam and Dean must work quickly to stop Castiel from becoming her next victim. And then regarding Dean, Sam enlists Rowena's help to track down an old world powerful family of witches after Dean gets hit by a spell that is rapidly erasing his memory. Mm, these episodes. Bangers, both of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of, you know, like, I'm hurt that you guys don't think said season 12 is good. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, and I, I, I think, like, one of us posted also on Instagram asking what, what, uh, what people's opinions were about season 12 and I was not thrilled about the results <laughs> I'm just gonna say it here you know, it, like yeah, it's fine like surprising that, that it has so many Destiel moments even though uh, the season 12 is basically bad and I'm like think about it maybe it's not bad <laughs> just putting it out there just well, think about it <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I think we failed to mention, isn't this when they were doing the market research? I, I think this was when they were supposed to be together and they did market research in season 11 I thought it was season 12. I, I recently saw that they did market research in 2016. So now let's calculate what season well, was. Well, I can just look at the 2016 2016 uh, these ones would are... have been to these are 2017 but this is the yeah. second half of the se season so if it started in 2016 it probably was season 12 like they yeah yeah so they would have known about what they got back from the market research while writing season the 12. end of season 12 yeah oh okay yeah Yeah. I think a lot of what people were talking about too was that it was hard to remember season 12, <laughs> which we've talked about on the show. And also that the British Men of Letters plotline was. Sucks. Um, I, yeah. yeah. I was excited when they first showed up because I was like, yeah, we should. Like, of course, there's going to be repositories of knowledge in other countries, but then it just didn't like pan out as exciting as I think they were hoping for. Well, which I think is mostly due to the fact that they made them all villains. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, off the like, bat. Like, why? 
I mean, they're they're British, so. <laughs> so they must what, be villainous. That's just what they do. I don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> and that they were trying to be like, hey, we're trying to help you, but we're going to do it in the worst possible way. Hope you're cool with that. Yeah. It yeah. was just very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, back to these episodes specifically. Uh, can I just say, I know we only get like two minutes of him, but I love Benjamin. Yes. Yeah. 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 One of, I literally, my first note says, says, see, Supernatural is good sometimes. And the opening (laughs) is one of those times. Angel yeah. love video games. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like a uh, interesting thing with gender. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Benjamin is a he. Cass makes that clear in the car ride. Yeah. But his vessel is a female. Yeah. And that they're friends, so like that they have yeah. more more of a relationship than how we've typically seen vessels, where like the human just yeah. like goes to sleep. Uh, but I actually, that she, yeah, yeah, I actually wanted to ask you guys if we think they are just like friends or are they like? <laughs> <laughs> because it was weird. Because they were like, yeah, they are not just friends, and then there was this, I don't know. Uh, this silence and like, or, and when when they were having this entire conversation, there was this like moment of silence, and then somebody was gonna say that they are, they are something, and then Sam supplied that they are friends, right? And the cast is like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they've had they've had it before where, like, Raphael, after his first vessel was destroyed by Cass, then he comes back in a female vessel. But yeah. this is treated yes. a lot more respectfully than that was. Yes. So. I, ju- I just lo- love that this show is, like, so spontaneous because you know they are, they are doing this. They are having this whole conversation because in the next episode they're going to introduce Cass in a female vessel. And they are like, oh shit, oh shit, we have never mentioned this before properly. Time to remind people this is also possible. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's just, it's interesting that they, because they've kind of talked about angel gender before, where they're like, well, we have Cass saying that he's a wavelength of celestial intent, and that yeah. doesn't yeah. typically have a gender, but now they're talking more about it in, like, human terms. Yeah. I yeah, guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, maybe it's not so much gender as just pronouns. Yeah, yeah. Interesting if like Enochian has gendered pronouns. What <laughs> <laughs> do I ask about these things? <laughs> I would well, ask Lily Sunder. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but also that. The Enochian that they use is based on a real life person who like translated quote unquote Enochian. So I guess it depends on what that guy translated, but I think he was an English speaking person. So he probably put 
like based it on pronouns. But Ta- I don't know. time to reveal yeah. to everybody here an exclusive information about me, which is that until now I never realized that Nokia was an actual actual. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't think it's an actual, actual language. <laughs> it's not. Uh, but <laughs> So you yeah. mean like it was created to like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was created yeah. out, outside of the show. And right. it's a very limited language too. There isn't a lot that can be like, like the real quote-unquote Enochian is there isn't a lot that can be uh it translated into yeah is this like the no the Vulcan language or which one is like the warrior one on like Star Trek and they don't really have like oh Klingon Klingon yeah 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 yeah. yeah. um Klingon's more like Elvish yeah where right. I was made for a thing. Um, so I, I did a little did a little Googling and uh, it was created in the private journals of John D in uh, 1500s England. Uh, in, the fif- <laughs> in, in the 1580s. It's based on some dude's diary. <laughs> it's so funny yes. to me. Yes. Yes. He yes. refers to this language as celestial speech, the first language of God-Christ, holy language, and language of angels. Uh, also referred to it as Adamical from Adam in Paradise to name things right. in, e- in Eden. Okay. Um, so he's got a sick neck ruff in his portrait from the 1500s. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out! And yes. yes, exactly. And it was based on English. Um, and of course, in the 1500s, English had more pronouns than it does today. So, yes. thank God. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, what? You're just going to keep walking past each other in the kitchen, not saying a word? I love okay. Third Wheel Sam so much. <laughs> Third Wheel Sam really shines in this episode, and it's fantastic. Um, that line is fucking brilliant um, for many reasons. Just by itself, it's great. But also, I'm sure you've seen people point out that Cass doesn't have to eat, so why would he be in the kitchen? <laughs> yes. And also, that kitchen is not a large space. No. Yeah. It has two spaces, making food space and one table. Yeah. You guys, so, God forbid an angel just wants to hang out with his boyfriend. Like, <laughs> <do> him. <laughs> Despite the fact that they're not speaking. <laughs> Obviously. You don't have to speak to do other things, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, their little spats are so married. And I just, I wrote down, how do I know Dean loves him? Because he gets angry when Sam doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and they are literally in the same situation because like the whole anger thing is about Mary getting, not getting killed. And like, it's, 
both she's both their mom <laughs> so, like, yeah yeah, yeah. Right? and that he's not angry to be angry he's angry because he's worried yes as we reveal at the end of the episode yes, yes. oh man um that car ride is a goddamn jewel absolutely um sam's so awkward the entire time before he's finally like fuck it i'm playing marriage counselor (laughs) for real and as a single friend as a single friend amongst my like mirrored friends i have been sam so many times (laughs) (laughs) so many fucking times and it was fucking terrible every time (laughs) So I get him. I uh, I am some girl in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just gives like the bitchiest faces both in this scene and in the uh the one in the bunker where when Dean is like, I'm not. What does he say? I'm not pissed that he cares about us. You know, I'm I'm grateful. And then Sam just gives him a look. <laughs> Like, it specifically cuts to just a shot of Sam just, like, squinting at him. (laughs) And then, yeah, in this car ride, amazing. And that cast likes thoughtful, appreciative guys. So I'm going to read some stuff from this uh, car ride. Um, We're going to start with Sam, who says, uh, okay, Cass, is there anything specific we should know about your friend? And then in the transcript here, it says, more silence. Sam looks around and shakes his head. Then Sam says, all right, guys, you know what? This this silent treatment thing, it's silly. It's not going to work. Whatever we're walking into, we should, you know, probably have an actual plan. Cass says, what do you want to know? Dean says, oh, he speaks. (laughs) (laughs) Sam says, enough. Cass, you said when you heard Benjamin, he was screaming. Cass says, it was, um, look, Benjamin wouldn't call for help lightly, and he wouldn't put himself in harm's way if he could help it. And then Dean says, wow, this Benjamin seems like he's pretty cool, you know, like he wouldn't make any half-cocked knee-jerk choices. And Cass says, yeah, yeah, you know what I like about him? Is that he's sarcastic, but he's thoughtful and appreciative, too. And then Dean says, now what is that supposed to mean? And he turns fully around in his seat to look at Cass and and then for once in this entire show sam's like okay okay the road the road watch the road yeah literally swerves the car yes he's taking this so personally even though Cass didn't really say anything that personal well at least when he said um that benjamin wouldn't put himself in harm's way unless he had to yeah. The dean's immediately like, he sounds so cool. <laughs> Just such a bitch. He's <laughs> like, literally, Cass is not allowed to, to have friends. Yeah. Except <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Also, can we talk about that this is an angel named Benjamin and Dean had a thing with a Benny? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, never thought about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. <laughs> well, I thought <laughs> And who is also, like, the same thing's happening. He's getting crap about having this other male person that he knows who's also named a Ben variant. <laughs> this is making Sam look very bad though, this comparison. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he has, has no beef with this Ben, Benjamin, yeah. but he uh, hated Benny, so. <laughs> also that Lisa's kid is named Ben, so somebody has a thing for Ben's in uh, yeah. Supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. And they're all a different variation. There's Ben, Benny, and Benjamin. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Oh, man. Um. But I love that after even all of that, then the next scene when they get to the arcade bar and Cass is pissed off and not being nice to the witness... Yeah. Dean is then translating for him, <laughs> just like <laughs> trying to cover the mess, even though he's not having the best time with Cass right now. It was just so cute that he was like, okay, now I'm going to cover for you and be the normal human and go take this guy away. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Um, and then when they go to meet Isham and Mirabelle, uh, at the little cafe, um, before they go in, or before Cass goes in, uh, Cass says, Isham said to come alone. He doesn't like humans. And then there's this big long pause where... Sam and Dean are looking at him like, dude. <laughs> and, and then and then he says, if I plan to do anything else stupid, I'll let you know. And then just walks right in. And Dean's got this like deer in the headlights sort of look. <laughs> I love when being bitchy like excuse me but like <laughs> I love it so much. it's fantastic but Ishim is really terrible to him later and uh, yeah I didn't really remember even that. right away he's super terrible yeah because his yeah. whole comments about okay this is where um trans cast uh head cannons come into play um, <laughs> because Isham makes some comment about how he preferred Cass's old vessel and, oh, yeah. uh, and, and Cass just kind of looks down at himself and he's like, you know, I kind of like this one. Oh, yeah. My heart. I feel like right? that was to show that Isham is a is a, an obsessive creep, just in general. So, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Female looking representing people or vessels. <laughs> he's just yeah, he's just terrible. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, 
outside of the cafe. Uh, <laughs> um, Sam is basically counting down until Dean just walks through the door. Um, and then and then they get in there and they decide to all squish together on one side of the booth. These are not small men. <laughs> well, two are men and the third is an abomination. <laughs> well, I mean, even if you... <laughs> I mean, I mean Sam, and I mean because he's not joking. Yes, yes. <laughs> I just mean, like, even if you just look at it as like Misha, Jensen, and Jared, they're not small men. No, yeah. and you know that uh, Jared is just barely sitting on that bench because <laughs> there is a gap between Cass and the wall because of how the camera has to shoot, and yeah. so yeah. they have to be further over. So you know that whole time, Jared is just basically holding on by one thigh to that, <laughs> <laughs> and and probably has a grip on. Some part of me, yeah, like, almost. <laughs> <certainly. laughs> oh god! Man. And then that they're like Dean needs to be so close to Cass at all times that he's like scoot over and then just squishes in super close. And then he's like, "Who wants some pie?" And that made me insane because of how pie and Dean are associated with like home and stuff, uh-huh. and that he feels home just squished next to Cass. Yes. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Then after Isham and Mirabelle leave, um, I... This is another one of those moments of how do I know Dean's in love with Cass? <laughs> because, because as soon as Isham's gone, he's like, why do you let him talk to you like that? Despite the fact that he was talking to him like that just moments ago. Yeah. Yeah, But he is allowed, okay? Exactly! (laughs) Exactly! Yeah. He's allowed because they're in love. Yeah. (laughs) But also, we have to just mention how, what what an asshole Isham is. Just like putting the whole falling, angels falling and shit on Cass. I mean, technically it was, was Cass's fault because it was his grace and he was manipulated but like, it's not his fault, okay? Because I said yeah. so. <laughs> and it, I said. and it's, it's been so long and but it's weird because the angels are all fractured everywhere, but you'd think by now, after Metatron has already died and so much other stuff has happened that the news would have gotten around that it was really Metatron doing it. Because yeah. other angels, like, interacted with Metatron and stuff, too. So he's just being a dick because he's creepy. Yep. Also, after Dean says, why do you let him talk to you like that? And then he says, okay, yeah, I look. I know that we need super dick there. And I was like, why are you writing him this way? <laughs> Steve Yaki, you know what you were doing. <laughs> oh, man. I 
loved this moment in uh, one of the flashbacks where um, Akabel, is that his name? Yeah. Uh, says uh, about humans, how could anyone know them and not love them? And the camera choice was to then cut to Cass. Oh my Obviously. god. <laughs> Yeah. Something, yeah. something. He is in love with humanity. Yeah, but it's, it's it was very interesting to watch uh, the, the flashbacks. I mean, because like out of the four angels that are present there, I think Cass, Cass is like the was he like higher in rank than others? I don't know, but like uh, he's the one who kind of talks the most, except Ishim. He's the one yeah. who starts to you know, recite this whole thing that, that he that the other angel will be punished by by death and blah blah. So yeah, very yeah soldiering. Well, it would make yeah. sense if he was uh, higher ranking because it's soon after that that he gets his own garrison. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't think though because before that he says that him, Benjamin and the others, they all uh were under Ishim before he got his own garrison. So at this point I think exactly. they are equal. Yeah. Did you say yeah. Yeah. I'm just dumb. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you're good. <laughs> well it's, I was trying to think back when I was watching this too, when he also served under Anna with Uriel in like a different garrison. So, like, I was just trying to remember the consistency of, like, his yeah. military career and how things have, like, <laughs> jumped around. But, yeah, he's definitely one that's um, more vocal because he's the one that we know. Yeah. I also love that his female vessel just <laughs> is a very good counterpart to Misha, like, with the the brown hair and the blue eyes and the same sort of expressions and stuff that they yeah. Like, match each other it's great. yeah that was ex- excellent casting oh guys do you know that people there was this fan theory that uh the vessel cast occupying here is also like great great grandmother or something of Claire's yes. and uh jimmy's yeah i love that because oh, they were amazing like, it's it's in their blood to quote well us. yeah because <laughs> it's it's a it's something that's like passed down by family yeah. the ability to be a specific angel's vessel so yeah. which would make sense that that would be what a expl- an explanation that makes sense about this version of Cass it would be why um, uh, Benjamin is uh, still a black woman it's the same woman though i it's think the same woman, is it yeah. the same woman yeah yeah i think so she just has different hair and doesn't yeah. have the badass sparkle makeup on her eyes that she does for modern okay that's valid i think i think it was the same actress i guess i should double check but uh... um And then when things fall apart and, uh, well, first of all, I love 
when Lily reveals the truth to the brothers and <laughs> and Dean has to like take a moment and walk away for a second <laughs> to take in this information about Cass. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. Um and then he goes to help Cass with Isham and Sam's supposed to stay with Lily. Um and Okay, here's a question. Is Cass just weak because he healed Isham? Is that the only reason? I have another question. (laughs) Okay. Why couldn't Isham heal himself? That too. (laughs) Isham and Mirabelle talk about losing their wings when they're at the diner. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't know, it's just that whole inconsistency with, like, where the angel's powers fall, so yeah. I'm, like, after the fall, so I'm wondering if, like, they got more injured than others, because it seemed like some had maybe an okay. easier time bouncing back after season eight, but I don't know. It bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Also, sidebar, it is the same actress who plays both versions. Okay. Of My bad. No, it's okay. She, you know, period costuming completely changes how people look. So. <laughs> it really does. I mean, in Cass's case, it did <laughs> definitely. <laughs> lol, lol, lol. Also, I just realized he's wearing as his female vessel a green walking suit, and green goes with Dean. Interesting. <laughs> love it. I love it. I love we it. Lo- we love choices here yeah uh, can i point out something that made me a bit insane here so in this scene where they when when isham is already um has already the cut on his abdomen and mm-hmm. we see it clearly like he's pressing against it and then like uh, like moments later when Cass is about to heal him he starts to undress isham and i'm like this one was already visible and now you're <laughs> opening his what, waistcoat or whatever he's wearing and just like yeah it was like like why are you making Cass undress a man but yeah yeah the rituals are intricate yeah yeah um when the fight starts between Isham and Cass um he isham says i'm gonna cure you of your human weakness the same way i cured my own by cutting it out and then he goes directly to dean yeah Mm -hmm. he knows and everyone knows because his human weakness was literally this woman he was obsessively in love with like yes Yep. I want to scream. Yeah. And like I don't we don't know how connected Isham and Mirabelle were to like the Angel Radio because it seems like word again word has gotten around. But if he wasn't and he just saw how they interacted or if he can see like 
angels can kind of see each other's like grace. They don't see each other in the normal like visual field that we do. Like he just yeah. knows what's up. Yeah. 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 And like he's like one of those like villains, so to say, that like never mock Cass about like they never he never says like the Winchesters or never brings up because he it seems like he's not really aware who these guys are. Yeah. So yeah. He probably just like deduced it from the way they were <laughs> around each other. Yeah. Yeah. And then one last thing I would like to point out about this episode is this is now the second episode in a row. Someone's been stabbed with an angel blade in the back, which is how Cass Mm. goes at the end of the season. God damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're so right. I hate it. (laughs) Oh, we forgot. We forgot to mention when they are having the conversation with uh, in the hallway with uh, Lily, when sa- when um, Dean says that Cass is our family, because she's mm. like, it's like, why does this concern you? Who are you? Etc. Yeah. And yeah, Dean is like, yeah, it actually does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I wish he said it just like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. And this also, wait, this also has like another instance of uh, of people giving cast the choice of like, either you choose Dean or you choose me, your like bestest oldest friend, blah, blah. And obviously unaware that every time Cass is going to choose Dean. For yes. obvious reasons, yeah. 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 Oh my god. Yes. Sorry, I interrupted you earlier. Oh no, you're you're good. Um, it also just the whole thing with Isham and Lily just kind of feels like an inverse of Kane and Colette. Ooh. Yes, it does. Because it's not interesting. It's not mutual, but it sets up that angels fall in love with or are creepy obsessive with humans. Yeah. Yeah. And also, yeah. you know, 1800s, early 1900s. <laughs> but it's just... Uh, yeah. Brainworms. Yep. Uh, anything else for this episode? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I did love the uh, little pep talk cast got at the end of the episode i wish there were was more of this uh yeah yeah it was just it was like it was like one of those instances when dean actually talked to him and like apart from like telling him that it's like none of it it wasn't his fault etc etc and he's not weak that he also like made known what he has been feeling and why it's was expressed as anger, which is not something Dean does, except for maybe the trap in season 15. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For him to yeah. legitimately try to apologize and just tell Cass that he's worried. Yeah. Was such like a vulnerable moment for him. 
And then that Cast, even though, again, Cast doesn't need to drink, and he even says, like, this won't do anything, like, won't get him drunk, but he offers it as, like, a camaraderie thing because he knows that's how Dean deals with things. He's, like, yeah. social. Cast is, like, social. You know how social drinkers and smoke smokers, Cast is social human. He <laughs> 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 will exhibit human behavior when he yes. socializes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, yeah, we've, like, had that conversation a while back about, like, him making, trying to make Dean more comfortable by, like, offering, like, the the yeah. drinking aspect and stuff, even though he doesn't, Cass doesn't need to do that. Like, that he feels more, like, in line with Dean or more, like, human to Dean. Yeah. 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 Feelings about this. I just love yeah. Cass. And I loved him in this episode, and the whole I love Lily, and I loved the how they how they I'm basically that cast like offered to you know if she felt like revenge after everything that she she was allowed and should have uh, sought out cast. Uh, yeah, I just yeah I don't know. Cast means so so much to me. Just <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Regarding Dean. What about him? <laughs> so much. <laughs> so much. First so of all, much. I want waffles now. I know. Right? Yeah. Also a, a bunny friend. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dean literally, I mean, we've had so many jokes about Dean being a Disney princess, but literally <laughs> that bunny... It was Disney cute. Princess Dean. It was yes. cute. I feel like Jensen Ackles is one of those actors, aka Brad Pitt, who should like eat on camera a lot. <laughs> like, yes, he is good at it. <laughs> on camera, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I would like to mention how huge Sam's eyes are as Dean flips through the keys. <laughs> Good acting moment for one. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it's excellent. Um and then immediately followed by Who's Dean, which is just freaky as fuck. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh most of my notes here are just little quotes that make me laugh. Um, um, like uh, when they get back to the motel um, and he compares himself to Dory he's like I'm not going to apologize for loving that fish not to you not to anyone (laughs) yeah it's so good yes um and then this is this is an episode. Look, I am I am one hundred percent all about Sam and Eileen, but also I am also one hundred percent about Sam and Rowena. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, this yeah. is this is like one of the first episodes that like it starts to really 
become present that yes. relationship um starting with when he calls her she's like am i safe to your contacts <laughs> and then we see later that he is also saved uh, in her phone her contact yeah, not even winchester it just says like the first initial w <laughs> <No>. <laughs> same thing <laughs> also i love that she's just playing poker with like the fbi or something in a surveillance center and we just (laughs) don't know why (laughs) it's just never explained i love her i love her so much she is great oh man and then uh they're trying to track down uh what happened the night before and they go to this restaurant slash bar um and uh there's the chick from earlier who smacked him at the waffle house i know it's not actually a waffle house but it's a waffle house it's basically Uh, a waffle house (laughs) all the same to me (laughs) (laughs) um and and she you know, starts telling them what happened and she says, you had the hots for Larry as soon as you walked in here. Oh my god. Mm. Yeah. Which is a bit of, you know, bestiality there. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You said Good. What? What is this horrible episode called? Called Dog Din Afternoon. Or... <laughs> oh God. Yeah. But also, you could name that mechanical bull anything, and they made choices. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so would I. <laughs> I mean, if I like... worked in the bar. <laughs> That's. Valid. I mean, I agree with. I agree with the choices, but they made choice. <laughs> um, and and then and then my next little quote here is as they're walking through the forest, um, and Sam is giving him the talk, um, and that was uh, yeah, it's yeah. so funny. Um, but also heartbreaking when Sam is sort of like, this is kind of weird that I'm giving you of all people the talk. Um, and, uh, (laughs) and then, and then (laughs) kind of startling Sam, um, Dean's like, and our best friend's an angel. What? <laughs> he is adorable. He's so, He's so cute. I love him so much. Also, society oh. if Cass had been in this episode. I mean, right? society knows why Cass wasn't in this episode. Yes. I mean, even Ru- Ruina had to like boop boop his nose because he was so cute. Can you imagine what <laughs> Cass would have done? <laughs> Cass would have completely short-circuited, and for some reason I just have a headcanon that if, like, they had called Cass and Cass had come to the uh, motel room, 
to try to help that Dean would have just like grabbed his face and just been like, you're so handsome or something like <laughs> hey, that. Please go to AO3 and read. <laughs> it's all there. This thing you yes. described is in several fics. And yes, then in yes. several, there, there are several fics, not, I mean, probably two or three fics I have read where, uh, where, where uh, Cass, I mean, Ruin and Sam basically leave uh, Dean with Cass, and then Dean just asks him about how they met, and Cass just keeps telling telling him the story yes. of how he, oh, uh, I've, yeah, I've read this one out, too. Broke him out of hell, and it's adorable, and it's it's it will hurt you, but you will love it. <laughs> I don't know, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I need it. Um, and then. Yeah. And then Rowena shows up and Dean's like, your hair, it's all so bouncy. <laughs> yeah. I love him. Oh. And then I don't know why I never noticed this line before. But when uh, Sam is like, okay, we need you to just sit down and watch some TV. Uh, he names like Netflix and Cinemax and uh, Dean's like Skinemax as in yeah. porn um, <laughs> and then and then and then he's like is this like live Skinemax <laughs> oh god can't take him anywhere oh my god Oh, and then when things start to get less funny and more scary, um, I decided, and maybe this already exists, and if it does, send it to me. Um, I need a fic with Dean and Cass where Dean has aged and starts to get dementia oh man that hurts exactly why are you why are you like this (laughs) (laughs) i mean as someone who has made a comic about dean kind of deciding to die on his own terms and Cass helping him to cross over Oh I God, get the, the yeah, I get the appeal of that, but at least Dean didn't Dean didn't have dementia in that one, so it's just that he get all got old and yeah. Well, and I imagine time. that if he were to get dementia, he would be even more freaked out than he is in this episode because he's sort of experienced it before. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, I, I know they didn't have cast here for, like, obvious reasons. Uh, but also maybe because we would then ask ourselves that maybe cast would have the power to help. To heal him. Yeah, I mean, with yeah. dementia, probably he could heal it because it's like a, yeah. you know, a physical kind of thing in brain. And and with witches, maybe not 100%, but maybe some of it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that but was the maybe... question. Maybe, maybe I write this fic. Um, maybe maybe this fic, <laughs> um, maybe this fic 
they're separated for some reason when it starts to happen. And, uh, you know, Cass is off doing stuff with Jack in heaven or something. And by the time he comes back, Dean doesn't recognize him. Oh, my God. Hmm. Evil. evil. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. Evil. <laughs> yeah. But I also love that we have that, but like in in born again identity it's basically you know yeah i mean yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah the, um, the, the, when when caster asks am i cast when he kind of catches the wind up you know mm-hmm. and it just always breaks my heart you know okay yeah. moving on so that scene uh in the bathroom with Dean alone looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Masterclass acting. Yeah. yeah. Yes. God damn Yes. It. Exactly. I even wrote masterclass in acting in my notes. So we are on the well. same brainwave. <laughs> um, but uh, at first when he's still able to you know remember things a little bit he says my name is dean winchester sam is my brother uh mary winchester is my mom and cast Cass is my best friend and the fact that Cass is in that list Every other person in that list is family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which means that Cass is family, too. Yeah. But also, you know who's not in that list? John. John. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh, loud. I like it. <laughs> never, never said about that. Nice. And I wonder, I don't, there's probably a fic for this, but I wonder if Sam didn't tell Dean about John on purpose to try to like keep his Light memories good. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. in case mentioning John like triggered something in Dean. Yeah. Uh, I would I would say that I would say that the, he is uh, mentioning these people because the, these are the people who are alive. But at this point, he has probably forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. And because so. like, it's not even the people who are there that he can see because Mary's not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit pissed on like Cass's behalf, honestly, because if my my friend and even somebody I loved my dad went through shit like that, I would have liked to be notified. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even mention like, oh, we should call Cass, but we can't because of X. Like there's just no There's there's a bit where uh Dean tells Sam specifically not to call Mary or Cass. Oh that's but right. He doesn't yeah. say why. Well, True. Yeah, that's true. Probably doesn't want them and specifically Cass to see him that way. 
because he always wants to be tough and the one who is the protector. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then a little bit later after he gets out of the bathroom, he's just kind of hanging out with Rowena. Adorable. Um, and Rowena says something about, like, the things you've done. And he's like, yeah. he kind of looks at her confused and he's like, what have I done? She says, oh, you're a killer, Dean Winchester. Yeah. And he doesn't believe it. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. feel that way in his true soul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Fucking heartbreaking. In kind, I hated Rena for saying that but right. i also but i also like there is this i know this episode is called regarding dean and it is regarding dean but also it is regarding ruin <laughs> 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 because because i feel like i feel like well ruin has this whole thing with you know like she kind of wants to be vulnerable but she can never be vulnerable because everybody uses the this vulnerability of hers as like a power thing against her later so like this is the only perfect opportunity she will ever have to you know be vulnerable for a bit and and it's like it's very interesting how that like she and dean kind of parallel each other in this in ways of like this whole weight of uh dean's past is lifted from his shoulders and he is this jolly happy guy you know for yeah. a, for a moment and and i feel like ruina maybe is a bit jealous of that in that moment when she reminds him that he is a yeah he's a killer yeah 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 yeah, but yeah, but then yeah, she also helps him and uh, yeah, makes better choices. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have a question for you guys. This um, ending sequence where we go to the house and with with Rowena and Dean, um, and uh, Dean gets the notes you know to stay first of all and then uh open me in the trunk and then witch killing bullets and this gun (laughs) Um, and uh and i noticed that he doesn't talk at all until he gets his memories back yeah and i wonder if he forgot how to talk yeah i think so because rowena mentions it that he'll forget how to speak yeah probably yeah so yeah and and the idea that he actually got to that point where he forgot how to talk is scary yeah. yeah. Actually, I realized that you are 100% uh, right, because when 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 the witch says that she isn't afraid of, like, guns or something like that, and he points the note at her instead of, like, saying anything. So, yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, and then 
things resolve. We get Dean back. Um, <laughs> and he, he instantly plays a, play, plays a prank on, on Sam. Yes, which is, <laughs> yeah. who's this hippie? And <laughs> Sam looks horrified. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. Um, but after Rowena leaves, Sam and Dean have their little moment with the Impala because this is supernatural, folks. <laughs> the car and... that went to heaven. Yes. <laughs> and apparently uh, can time travel. Travel yeah. through universes. So that's fun. Well, anyway, new TARDIS Impala fix, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we basically got Super Who Lock, but that's for yeah. another podcast. <laughs> yep. Anyway, um, the there's a thing that Sam says. He says, some of the things we've done, we've had this wait for forever. And seeing it gone, you looked happy. And yeah, and and Dean goes on to say, uh, well, look, was it nice to drop our baggage? Yeah, maybe. Hell, probably. But it wasn't just the crap that got lost. I mean, it was everything. It was us. It was what we do, you know, all of it. So that's what being happy looks like. I think I'll pass. Um. But if you really think about it, if he didn't have to lose his memories, if he just had the weight gone and stopped hunting and retired, yeah. he would be happy. Yeah. yeah. Eh, well, I think he'd have like a crap days. Like everybody else, but yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he should have been allowed in the end to drop the weight without forgetting. But when we see him later in heaven, and kind of the way that heaven is described in the show, it's like that. It's yep. like having everything taken away from you. Yep. So it's like this question of happiness versus knowledge, or like what you have to give up to be happy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was very like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind there for a second. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also like <sighs> in season 15, when we learned that everything that has happened to them is like, because, because God just played a game with them. Basically. I feel like that would have been, I mean, it, obviously it made Dean very angry, but in a way it's liberating to know that all your fuck ups are on some guy who just was very determined for you to fuck up. Because it's true, yeah. yeah. Green yeah. entertainment, anyway. <laughs> it's yeah. his favorite yeah. show. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Always comes back to this, like, free, this idea of free will and what's on you and what's not on you for guilt and stuff. Yep. Um... And then we have the montage. Good God. 
and if I'm remembering this right, the montage wasn't supposed to be in this show. I mean, it wasn't even, they weren't going to show it. And yeah. I, I think I read somewhere that Jensen just insisted, insisted on like writing that ball and they just yes. cut it together and put it at the end. Oh my yes. God. Indeed. Yes, yeah. that is absolutely true. That um, is amazing. Which, so, so that implies that we did not need to see him showing the we did not need to see him riding larry uh that was just for cakes and giggles um, I, I disagree we needed to see that <laughs> uh yes i do agree with you on that um but plot wise we did not need to see that no <laughs> we, we also forgot that he was he he wanted to know if he was any good originally in mm-hmm. when when they yeah, yeah. When, when he learns that he if he wrote Larry, he was just very concerned yeah. with being good. Okay, <laughs> like, yes, it mattered to him. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and the song. The song. This is the this is the one song that I have that's played in the sh- fifteen years of the show. That is actually on my supernatural playlist. <laughs> Judging you uh-huh. so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> what about Goodbye Stranger? Okay. Yeah, I don't have that one on there. Um, but I want to read a little bit of the lyrics. Please do. Um, Dream on, little broomstick cowboy. Of rocket ships and Mars, of sunny days and Willie Mays and chocolate candy bars. For all too soon you'll awaken, your toys will all be gone, your broomstick horse will ride away to find another home. And you'll have grown into a man with cowboys of your own, and then you'll have to go to war to try to save your home. And then you'll have to learn to hate, you'll have to learn to kill. It's always been that way, my son. I guess it always will. No broomstick gun they'll hand you. No longer you'll pretend. You'll call some man your enemy. You used to call him friend. So dream on, little broomstick cowboy. Dream while you can. For soon you'll be a dreadful thing. My son, you'll be a man. How dare. Evil, evil, evil. <laughs> I just love that we are like Dean Winchester is the most character, not in my case. For me, it's cast, but like a lot of people who watch Supernatural think that. But oh, apparently, people also who work on Supernatural and edit Supernatural also <laughs> share that sentiment and yes. will make like montages to, you know, like say goodbye to like unbothered, happy version of Dean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay, so I didn't know that this was something that uh, Jensen had insisted on. Do we think he picked the song? Good <laughs> That's question. a good question. Because it's such a Dean song, and it he is. is the Dean. So, like, who? I yeah. need to be in the meeting room back in time of how they came up with this. <laughs> like, <sighs> Wow. Let me see here. 
Also that there are shots of him being happy even though he's lost his memories and I just, I can't, but the bunny is included in that. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, by the way. No, what was it? Forget about it. Nothing. No. <laughs> Another stop. Another hard day yet. A hard day of the supernatural minds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While Nora Rose is looking that up, can I point out two things? Yeah. So one, after Cass, or after, sorry, after Sam gives Dean the talk about monsters being real, and then it cuts to them walking through the forest, and he says, so Jin don't grant wishes and sirens aren't all hot chicks. Mm-hmm. And that those are both things that happened to Dean specifically. Yeah. And that Specifically, his siren was a dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, before the mirror scene, um, when Sam is telling Dean his life story and sitting him down and having this conversation with him. I hate to be this person, but Dean says, after everything we've been through, this is what nails me. Yes, I noticed that, and then promptly decided to never think about that. Again. <laughs> well, I'm sorry I brought it back to you. It's okay, it's okay. it's okay. I had to pause and yell at the TV for a second, because are you shitting me right now? Yeah. Yeah. How many times, like, Chekhov's rebar do we keep seeing this throughout the show i i wonder i wonder if they they decided on like how to kill dean because of all these remarks obviously they wouldn't remember because this is like writer team team of like 40 people or something but yeah maybe they did maybe Maybe. they were yeah because this one's written by meredith glenn this is only the second episode that she wrote which is this episode is definitely a feather in her cap, but yeah, she starts writing in season 12 for them. Uh, so yeah, I just wonder how much they keep of like for the show Bible and stuff, like how much they keep track of things like this. Well, I can't find anything about uh, any nice trivia bits about the um... song choice. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I did find that the aliases that they use in this, uh, episode, Moon and Entwistle, are references to Keith Moon and John Entwistle of The Who, which I think is an apt choice. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Dean? Yeah. my heart yeah those really are some of my favorite episodes this season followed by another favorite episode that we're gonna discuss next week or in two weeks time for the listeners here (laughs) next episode (laughs) yeah (laughs) um speaking of which well first of all do we have any other tidbits trivia uh i have a couple tidbits Okay. Um, 
So one that Alicia Witt, who plays Lily Sunder, um, was also in a show, a little show called Twin Peaks back when she was younger. Oh. And her style, like the way that she's costumed is very reminiscent of a character in Twin Peaks who has an eye patch. Um, and then uh, she also looks like she's a reference to um, Uma Thurman in Kill Bill. Mm. With the eye patch and the suit. Yeah. Kill Bill, wait, wait, Kill Bill is older than Twin Peaks? No, to, uh, Kill Bill is later. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just checking. Yeah. yeah. But just that she kind of evokes the uh, Uma Thurman's yeah. look. Yeah. So I thought that was fun, but I didn't realize that she had been in Twin Peaks, which is fun. Um, also, that the name Isham in Judaism is actually not like a person's name, but it is a reference to a class of angels that are supposed to be the closest to the affairs of mortals. Almost, huh. to, the, almost to the point where they're kind of like the word Isham is almost used interchangeably with the word for men. Um, mm. But they are sometimes described as being composed of both fire and snow and described as the beautiful souls of just men. So yeah, that's not very just of Isham. Not, <laughs> not very just of Isham, but it was cool that he was actually like that that is a reference to them being close to mortals where a lot of other angels were separate. Yeah. yeah from it also has different spellings in Judaism, but yeah, that word comes back as a class of angels. So Shout out to that. All right. Well, uh, next episode, we will be discussing 1212 Stuck in the Middle with You, which is another excellent episode. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> and uh, also 1215. Between Heaven and Hell, which brings the return of Pellegrino. So uh, we all have to prepare pay. for us to <laughs> whine about that because we will. We will whine about it a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. And uh, in the meantime, this has been Hella Radio. My name is Nora Rose. I'm, I'm Sully. And I'm Kate. Our sound editing is by Josh. Music by Kalua. Give them hell, hellers. Let me cry